0: hi everyone thank you so much for joining me for our third beauty by body podcast please follow us on our social media sites instagram facebook and twitter at beautybybody.com. you can also leave us a voice message we would love to hear from you and please contact us via email at info at beauty by body.com So today, I wanted to talk about a particular type of therapy that one of my therapists gave me. Actually, the last therapist that I had gave me. And um, he gave me this particular type of therapy because I suffer from depression and anxiety and I don't want medication. So the therapy that he suggested for me to give a try is called Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. It's CBT for short, and if you've never heard of it, it's a short-term form of behavioral treatment. What it does is it helps people problem solve, so um, it also reveals the relationship between beliefs, thoughts, and feelings, and the behaviors that follow. And I'm told that it is very effective I will say that I believe it is it has been effective in regards to my therapy, um, but it's, it says that it's the one of the most effective treatments for conditions where anxiety or depression is the main problem, and it is the most effective psychological treatment for moderate and severe depression. It is as effective as antidepressants for many types of depression is what it says here. And um, let's see who said that. It is the R.C. Psych Royal College of Psychiatrists. That is where I uh, got that description from. So the book that I'm reading is Mind Over Mood. And it is Dennis Greenberg and Christine Podesky. They are the authors. Um, And it's actually a workbook. So I really do like this because I'm able to make it applicable for my own Life and situations. So, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I did have a situation not too long ago with a family member, and it's going to be kind of my description of this is going to be kind of vague because I do want to protect that family member. Um, But there was a situation where they did something that brought on a certain set of circumstances in that particular moment. And when it happened because it was familiar because it had because it had happened so many times before in the past, it brought on a little PTSD for me and um it kind of sent my mind into a whirlwind of what ifs. And this could happen type thing. So the way my mind works is it it really can just kind of go off on a tangent. And I have to really bring it back. Um, Growing up, I used to go from one, I'm sorry, go from zero to 100. Um, And a lot of times, if I understand correctly, it was because I really um, took on the... um, Practice of pushing down my emotions and not really dealing with my emotions because um, the way that I grew up, in in my mind, no one cared about what I thought anyway, and it didn't matter, I didn't matter. So what was the point in expressing anything that was going on with me? So I didn't. And over the years of um, you know going through therapy and trying to be better, I'm learning how to be more in tune with my own emotions and be able to identify what those emotions are. For those of you who have never experienced that, let me tell you it can be very challenging to have to sit down and think about what am I actually feeling right now and and really be able to have and really be able to pinpoint the actual feeling because if if you have ignored your feelings for so long. Um if you've ignored your emotions for so long and just kind of glazed over it. You really don't know how to you really it comes to a point sometimes where you don't know the difference between anger and sadness. So, it can be a really it can it can be a really challenging thing to do, but moving on. When this situation happened, like I said, it threw me into, you know, a a certain mood. And my mind automatically went to what could happen, what the outcome could be. And everything was negative. Everything was it was bad. Because of the past experiences what the outcome was in those particular experiences and this being so similar you automatically think okay this is going to happen this is going to happen you know and everything is going to be bad everything is going to be a problem and all of that but the truth of the matter is is that you really don't know i don't know i don't know what the outcome is going to be i don't know Because it hasn't happened. So instead of allowing my thoughts to take me down a path of negativity that's going to cause me fear and anxiety and depression, I can allow my thoughts instead to say, You don't know what's going to happen. It very well, they could just, you know, it could just turn out to where they just. Do this, or they just do that, and those things are end up being more positive thoughts. A lot of times, we want to say, Well, you know, I'm just a realist, I, you know, if this is just the reality of the situation, but isn't it that is it in fact the reality of the situation if it actually has not happened? I mean, that's that's a real question. If it hasn't happened, how is that reality? So In reading the book, it says different interpretations. I'm sorry. Let me start here. It says whenever we experience a mood, there is a thought connected to it that helps define the mood. Different interpretations of an event can lead to different moods. Since moods are often distressing or may lead to behavior with consequences, it is important to identify what you are thinking and to check the accuracy of your thoughts before acting. Thoughts help determine which mood we experience in a given situation. Once a mood is present, we often begin thinking additional thoughts that support and strengthen the mood. This is so true because that's exactly what I did. When the situation happened, like I said, I immediately started thinking, okay, this has happened before. We already know how this is gonna go. This is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. And I mean, I went way down the road. Well, if this per, if this, all of this happens, then I need to start thinking about this, and I need to start figuring this out. And um, you know, what about this? And I need to have this conversation with this person and this person, so that I can make sure that they make sure that all of their ducks are in a row. And so I'm, I have gone all the way down the road when I don't know what's going to happen. And so, but because I've gone all the way down the road with all of these thoughts and what I think I need to do to try to circumvent what may happen, I'm giving, I'm, you know, I have anxiety, I have anger because I'm upset because I'm hurt by the situation and I'm upset because I'm having to... Do all of this stuff to try to circumvent the situation. I'm depressed because I'm thinking of all the negative aspects of what happened and the negative outcomes that can come about. And so, but all of this is based on something, circumstances that have not even happened yet. None of it happened. The only part that happened was what that person did. And and what the outcome was and that at that immediate time, that's it. So. What this says is that angry people think about ways they have been hurt, depressed people think about all the negative aspects of their lives and anxious people think about danger This doesn't mean our thinking is wrong when we experience an intense mood. But when we feel intense moods, we are more likely to distort, discount, or disregard information that contradicts the validity of our moods and beliefs. In fact, the stronger the mood, the more extreme our thinking is likely to be. So, what I challenge you to do today is to take a step back, take a deep breath, and stop your mind from having thoughts that go all the way down to months and months and months later. Bring it back. Deal with what's happening right now. In the moment, that's it and that's all. Identify what you're feeling. Identify your emotions. Identify the thoughts that you're having that are connected to those emotions. And identify the mood that it put you in. And once you identify those things, once you identify if you're angry or if you're sad, or if you're anxious, or if you're disappointed. Once you identify those things, then you're able to not only keep yourself with a healthy view of the situation, but you're also able to have a healthy conversation with whoever else may be involved in the situation. So I hope that this was helpful. It was definitely helpful for me. Again, as we move forward, I'm going to share these things so that we all can be able to try to get better, so that we all can be able to try to get healthy. I am still in therapy. This is still my journey, and I'm going to continue to share it with you so that we can all be good together. Thank you so much for joining me again, and I look forward to sharing with you in our next podcast.